When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, dudes, Michelangelo here from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the original one. Yeah, and you are listening to Candare Podcast. It happens to be a tribute to comics and pop culture like yours truly, Cowabunga! Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Canned Air, your tribute to pop culture. I am Jeremy Colley, and I'm alone in the studio. This isn't a full episode, kind of a mini-sode that uh, we're giving you this week, because once again, I got the opportunity to talk to the co-creator of the Ninja Turtles himself, Kevin Eastman. I think this is like the fifth or sixth time Kevin's been on the show, but he's such a cool guy. Never get tired of talking with him, and we got to talk about a lot of cool stuff in this conversation, first of which at San Diego Comic-Con just a month or two ago, Uh, Kevin announced that they're going to be putting out uh, The Lost Years, which is the first comic uh, miniseries that's going to be like the first window into the the last Ronin universe that they're building. So that's going to be very exciting uh, to get. It was fun to talk with him about it. Then I talked with him about his appearance at Granite State Comic Con, New Hampshire, September 16th through the 18th, uh, himself and a ton of other Ninja Turtle artists, creators or actors are going to be there too. So if you're in the area, you might check that out. Then I ask him about his uh, live stream that he's doing on Whatnot through September. So I'm excited for you to hear this. I had a lot of fun talking with him. But before we cut over to it, don't forget to find us on Twitter at CandarePod and on Instagram at Canned underscore Air. And if you head over to CandarePodcast.com, there's a few different ways over there you can support us. There's a merch tab where you can get uh, shirts, stickers, mugs, stuff like that with new designs that were designed by patron Joshua Bellis, and they look awesome. There's a Star Wars-themed one and even a Ninja Turtles-themed one with uh, with our name on it. So check those out. And also a Patreon button on there for, for 5 to $10 a month. You get access to a huge library of extra content we've done just for the Patreon. So check that out. Also, uh, check out evergreenpodcast.com, the network we're proud to be a part of. And we've been putting out the call that we're looking for uh, stories, creepy stories, spooky stories, whether they be UFO or paranormal or neither of those, just something weird or unexplainable that's happened to you. We want to hear it. We want you to come on our Halloween show and tell your story. So if you do have a story like that, reach out to us at info at candarepodcast.com and let us know. We want to get you on the show. And with all that being said, I think there's nothing left to do other than to cut right over to my conversation with Kevin Eastman. Kevin, thanks so much for being back on the show. Never get tired talking with you. It's always an honor. Thanks for being here, man. <laughs> well, the first thing I thought was like, you should talk to my wife then. Sometimes I think she gets... No, anyway, it's a... <laughs> You get tired of talking to me sometimes, and I'm and I'm being silly. It's a it's a kind of thing, but no, it's my pleasure to be back here with you again. Thanks for inviting me. Well, thank you for being here, and a lot to talk about in a short amount of time here. The last time we spoke, we were coming off the uh, finale of Last Ronin, which was amazing, 
And now at San Diego Comic-Con, you guys revealed that in November uh, of this year, we're going to be getting The Lost Years, which is the first expansion into the Ronin universe, which, man, has me so excited and so many other people, I'm sure. But I keep seeing a lot of speculation online, um, people thinking, well, maybe this is the continuation from the epilogue, or maybe uh, this is like a prequel. And I wondered if you could uh, tell us anything about the story we're going to be reading. Sure. Um, yes, thanks. It was, you know, and Tom and I uh, set out to adapt the, the original concept that Pete and I had come up with all those years ago. We just were so excited to charge into what a great opportunity to do this, you know, Dark Knight-esque sort of uh, um, telling of the quote-unquote final turtle story. And as we got in and dug deep into that universe, we really fell in love with it on a number of different levels, not only you know, characters like Casey Marie Jones and, right. and just other spots. And as we set up different scenes you could kind of look past those scenes and go oh there's another great story someday that maybe we could tell there another story we could tell there and in particular we really focused in on this period of time uh, for the lost years where Michelangelo in issue four goes to Japan finds out the fate of what happened there and basically as it says in the book and I just started walking Um, 16 years later he returns to New York, and that's the start of issue one of Last Ronin. So um, these lost years, it was um, the expansion of studying Splinter's journal and the philosophy and then him finding himself, building himself up um, to become the tra- transition into the person he has to become to to take the fight all the way home again. So it's... it's yeah, uh, it's, like, the, like the psychological journey from uh, from like party dude to Harden Ronin. Exactly, exactly. So that was, that was pretty fascinating. And, then, and that's what Tom and I always feel is the driving force i i think you know i hope it doesn't sound too obvious but you know everything we we approach like that we just want it to be a good story and a good story that we want to read so we felt that this was something that was really strong and powerful and that um sort of takes a peek into that journey um and and gives a little bit more for us and the fans so we we're pretty cool psyched to dive into it Sure. I mean, you guys were plucking on the heartstrings uh, pretty freaking hard in the last round, and so I can't imagine what uh, this holds. It's probably going to be some tear-jerking moments, I would imagine. Yes, sir. Yep. Yep. So uh, I know you, Tom Waltz and yourself are going to be writing it. As far as the rest of the team, are we looking at the same team uh, from the last Ronin? Are you bringing in new people? Um, we're actually bringing in uh, S.L. Glant, Shannon, uh, Shannon Glant, who is uh, a longtime um, artist on the G.I. Joe series. He's an, an, not only a fantastic, um, incredibly skilled artist, his uh, knowledge of history and martial arts and some of the things that we really wanted to go all the way in on, uh, go deep on in this series. Uh, uh, he was the perfect guy. And we we looked at a few others, um, but it was just one of those, um, you know, he's family and it was great to bring him into this series. We've been wanting to work with him. Um, at the same time, we're also looking at, you know, the use of the Escorza brothers and Ben Bishop. Um, right. Use them again for Last Ronin 2, which would be the continuation. But Ben Bishop is actually going to be part of the uh, Lost Years series. We've got uh, some um, flash forwards. <laughs> They're going to be taking place in there. That'll that'll feature Ben's what uh, some of Ben's stuff. Um, so, without giving you too many, it's going to be pretty pretty cool. So yeah. So so Shannon Gallant and uh, Ben will be the the main series artists in that, and then Lewis Antonio Delgado, the colorist of Last Rona in the series, is going to be coloring the work as well. I am so freaking excited. So this is does this looking like another five part miniseries? Yes, this one's going to be five part miniseries. Um, it's going to be slightly shorter in length, more around twenty eight pages an issue of story. Um, it's going to be regular comic size because it's sort of a you know it fits in that sort of window we want that to be as we look towards 
uh, what we call in last round in two, which is, um, you know, the, the, the evolution of what we wanted to spin off the epilogue. Um, oh, that'll sucks. be back to, um, that'll be back to full 40 page issues, five of them and, uh, oversized, um, which is, which is going to be intense. And that's the scores of brothers of Ben and Tom and I will be you know, piloting that again as well. So. It's hard not to grin from ear to ear. I'm I wait with bated breath, man. <laughs> it's, it's going to be awesome. I'm excited. Well, thank you very much. It's uh, it's, it's a wonderful, you know, we were um, again, so grateful to the fans for the support of it. We, we sincerely hope that, you know, if the series, you know, the last running came out, so the least as well as the ongoing series, we would have been very, very pleased and very thrilled. And, uh, the, uh, response um, to the series has been quite overwhelming and, and and so appreciated. So it's it's quite quite exciting to be able to continue in that universe for a while longer. Sure. Well, we're all excited to see more from that universe. Speaking of universes, uh, so to speak, I saw on your website coming up September 16th to 18th, the Granite State Comic Con in New yes. Hampshire is coming up. And not only yourself is going to be there, but like Judith Hogue, uh, Greg Sipes, Tom Waltz, Ben Bishop, Steve Levine, Jim Lawson, and the, the list just keeps going on. This looks to be like one hell of a, a team and tea gathering. It's madness. It's sheer madness. Ah, turtle mania. No, uh, um, it's, it, we did a, a Granite State prior to COVID, and it was it ended up being this just absolutely wonderful experience for everybody involved. It was really a, a turtle-centric convention, and I know that uh, it was something that the team up there, the organizers, wanted to revisit. And um, so when we they invited us um, for for this year, and we said yes um, from the get go, and then it just seems like it just grew exponentially from there you know it was another one then another one and then right. other people so it's really you know it's, it's not only is it in you know home turf you know um the, the great state of new hampshire close to my home state of maine and and ben's already up there but you know troy little's coming down and like you said the the list of people um that are, are going to make it out for the show is just absolutely mind-blowing it's going to be an official turtle con of, of some kind but it's uh right it's we're going to make it turtle Woodstock. <laughs> <laughs> now you make me want to live closer even more. I would love to go so bad, but I've never seen such a, like a collection of uh, people who've had their hands in TMNT like this. I don't know. Are there other cons like this out there that bring everyone together like this? I haven't seen well, it. No, no, it's, it's, that's, it's great. You know, well said. And it is, it's one of those, and, and you know, like Camp San Diego comic-con and, um, uh, uh, you know, brought together all of the, uh, the, you know, that brought the Escoza brothers up, um, from, uh, Mexico city and Luis, uh, Antonio Delgado up. Um, so that was, so we had signings for the first time at IDW and uh, SMZ comics who sponsored, uh, bringing them in. Um, that was the first time we had all of us signing at a, in a public event. We'd done a, a CGC event, all of us, but it was, uh, you know, having the Escoza brothers and Ben and Lewis and myself and Tom all, all at the same table was, uh, was that was the first time that had happened to that that level and um like i said other than um the previous granite state that had a lot of the voice uh, talent and a lot of the original mirage guys uh turtles artists and stuff that was the closest we came to a kind of an all turtle event and this one definitely is this one's one this is this one's turning it up to 11 if you will you know, it's really yeah, I, going. <laughs> <laughs> nice spinal tap reference but yeah i mean it definitely yeah. is turtle stock i mean if i've ever seen one it's got to be so cool, though, um, especially being in your shoes, you know, and I don't know how you view it, but I, I mean, it's got to be surreal at times to sit back and look at all these people who have had their hands in on what you and uh, Peter created so long ago and like the, the community it's drawn together. It's got to be an amazing feeling. 
It truly is. It's it not only the, the 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 friends and 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 partners and and creative people that have been involved in all things turtles um, over these coming up on forty years um, that have just continued to, to to raise the bar and carry the ball further down the field and and to still be actively involved in so much of that stuff is really uh, the thrill of a lifetime. Um, and, you know, uh, obviously the biggest shout out uh, needs to go to the fans who continue to give us the greatest job ever, because it, it really, truly, you know, we couldn't do it without them. We couldn't have done, um, you know, a hundred issues of the IDW turtles story, you know, um, without their support and, and willing to, to stay committed to that series and, and buy all of them uh, to the success of Ronin and still, you know, looking at the toys and, and the, just the different turtle things that are going on, the support's still there from so many fans. And that's, uh, that's, that's pretty mind blowing yeah. in, in the world. It's quite, quite humbling to be honest. I can't yeah. imagine. Well, again, I wish I could be there. And again, for people at home, September uh, 16th through the 18th, that's Granite State Comic Con in New Hampshire. Um, we're almost out of time. One more quick question for you. I, another thing I saw on your website uh, that you've been advertising was uh, whatnot live streams. And it looks like you've done a few of them already. Uh, you have more coming up on August 26th, September 9th, excuse me, September 2nd, 9th, 16th, 23rd, and 30th at five o'clock. What, what's happening on these streams? Well, it's a, it's a, it's a way to expand our, our, our reach to the, to fans and that, you know, we've, in the past, we've tried to do more live events through our Facebook live events. Like, you mm -hmm. know, there's, I don't know, we've, we've watched the first turtle movie as a live stream oh, and we've, nice. yeah we've, we've done other things in live stream and it's and whether it's just um you know me or something but it's uh something always seems <laughs> something always seems to go wrong so some technological <laughs> glitch or something and so well, about um, that um so we, we you know on uh kevin eastman studios on the website we we do direct sales on a number of things and exclusive products and, and fun stuff as well as just informational of where we're going to be and what we're doing. We have a turtle auction site there, but to, to go out there and, and, and sort of engage directly to, uh, you know, I, I get to go on and, and people get to ask questions on a more regular basis, um, see, you know, exclusive pops or interesting things um, because the whatnot audience seems to reach, you know, far beyond, you know, uh, what we've normally been able to, to reach fans that are, you know, farther away or different places that might not tune into just, you know, going and browse around the turtle site. So it's just, it's just a way to, to, to engage with, with the fan base uh, directly and, and, um, um, and, and, and have some fun. So we started doing it um, a couple of times at San Diego Comic-Con we did a couple out of some, you know, live from Comic-Con kind of thing. And so we wanted to try this, this month long program and sort of be exclusive to them as our, uh, you know, streaming partner and, and, and really get out there and have some fun and see, see how it works and see if everybody's cool with it. So. And anybody can just hop in. Yeah. Anybody can pop in. It's uh, totally open to, you know, it's like you can pop in, you can just watch, you can, if you choose to, if you see something you like, you want to buy or put a bid in or not, there's, um, cause there's always interesting. A lot of the items, most of the items are signed or, or stuff. Um, that's, oh, that's, nice. that's uh, you know, interesting or unique or, or stuff you can't find in the stores anymore, those kind of things. So, but yeah, anybody can join, hang out and, uh, just ask questions and, 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 you know, like I said, you don't have to buy anything. You can just watch. So that's, right. that's this is the first time I'd ever even heard about whatnot. So I'm, I'm going to have to check in and see what's going on. It sounds fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. But Kevin, thank you so much, man, for taking time to be here and eagerly awaiting uh, the lost years. It sounds like it's going to be amazing and have fun in New Hampshire, man. Thank you. Well, let's, let's, uh, let's, let's uh, swing back around and chat again in November when lost years comes out. We can, uh, you give me your, uh, 
your critique and your review of it and uh, talk more about the series and some other stuff going on and then and thank you for the uh, well wishes at new hampshire it's going to be fun wish you could be there and uh, there'll, there'll be another one i'm sure but uh, uh, but, uh another turtle stock right yeah right. awesome man well thanks so much kevin <laughs> pleasure talking to you my friend All right. Once again, that was my conversation with Kevin Eastman. Such a nice guy. Again, love talking with him. One of these days, I'm going to have to uh, get him for a longer period of time for one of these interviews. But he's a busy guy, so I understand. Be sure to check him out on Instagram at Kevin Eastman and on Twitter at Kevin Eastman 86. And once again, the Granite State Comic Con in New Hampshire happening September 16th through the 18th. You're a turtle fan and you're in the area. You have no excuse for not going. So go check it out. It'll be a good time. I wish I could go. And also, don't forget to find us on Twitter at CandairPod and on Instagram at Canned underscore Air. And uh, once again, CandairPodcast.com. Many avenues for you to support us on there. A link to our Patreon that gets you extra content. A link to our merch page with t-shirts, mugs, and stickers. And there's more stuff on there I just can't remember. And if you can't support us financially, just head over to your podcast player of choice and leave us a review because it helps so much. I promise it does. Also, once again, we are looking for ghost stories or UFO stories or just creepy, unexplainable stories, something that happened to you or a family member. We want to hear it for our Halloween episode. The season's upon us, so we've got to get ready now. So if you do have a story that fits the criteria, reach out to us at info at cannedairpodcast.com. We want to hear your story. We want to get you on the show. These episodes are fun to do, and I have no doubt that you'd have a good time yourself. So once again, info at cannedairpodcast.com. And last, certainly not least, once again, evergreenpodcast.com, the podcast network we're so proud to be a part of. Check them out. There's a lot of great shows on that network. But I think that's going to do it for this week. So until next time, I am Jeremy Colley. And as always, be excellent to each other. Ice could break. Whoops. Help. Quickly walk back to the edge. Stop.
stop, you'll break through the ice. Snow job! Grab this branch. You should have been listening to canned air. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. Snow job, how'd you get your name? Um... G.I. Joe! This has been a canned air production. I'm Ken Harbaugh, host of Warriors in Their Own Words, a podcast that presents the unvarnished, unsanitized truth of what we have asked of those who defend this nation. As a country, we need these stories more than ever. Stories from Americans who have borne the battle, including 30-year-old remastered interviews with veterans from World War I recounting their time in the trenches of Europe, and with veterans from World War II, Korea, Vietnam, and from our most recent conflicts in Iraq, Afghanistan, and other battlefields Americans may never have heard of. Hear their stories by listening to Warriors in Their Own Words wherever you find podcasts.